0: We're back live, Mike. Day two. Good morning, Steve. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Can't believe you actually came back.
1: Yeah. Well, you got the uh, more melancholy Mike today. I tell you, yesterday was busy and it was uh, a whirlwind, but I made it. I made it up again. You know, day by day, my friend. Whether I get out of bed or not is always a question. Uh, I know. I know. Especially with this cloud over us. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. New York Energized, City, man. I've been I've been hearing one. a lot Feel of good? news out of New York City. You are you are the world's hotspot might right now, unfortunately. And and I yeah, saw so, you so with my governor, friends up there often.
0: Yeah, I so saw Governor Cuomo's uh predictions, hospital bed. You know, he was originally at ninety thousand, now hundred and forty thousand. That's just uh the growth curve from the prediction to what where we currently are is uh yeah, it's it's they're expecting uh, more to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, um
1: and you, and something I was reflecting on again, getting right into this yesterday's show was, um, was a good start. You know, we were kind of feeling our way, but I started thinking about some of the things you said and, 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 uh, I rewatched it last night just to get a sense of, uh, how it came across. And, um, you, you know, you dropped something in there that I don't even think I picked up on what you said you expect to get COVID-19 and, and that's just kind of where we all kind of need to be and just be prepared at some point we're going to probably all experience this and, you know, thankfully many of us, most of us will, will have minor symptoms, but uh, that was the whole reason for this drastic measure, right? Is to kind of spread, spread it out, at least to allow our healthcare system to, to catch up. Is that, is that what you're thinking? You're just like, Hey, it's just a, a new reality.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think we have to, um, we have to think of our individual selves, right? You know, what's our situation? How do we, uh, how do we manage it? Um, and as I said, you know, it's, you say you got out, you know, you decided to go out of bed this morning and you know, and I know you, you'll continue to do it. And as I will, and I think most of the audience will, you know, I think, uh, the workplace community is one of those get up and Adam, right. You know, you look what we have to deliver. We're responsible for other people every single day. Um, and I think this time is, you know, you be responsible one for yourself and then two, you know, the, as an industry will all, will all be picked up and, uh, will all go forward. And one of the things I did hear this morning, you know, we talked also yesterday about, um, you know, those self-employed and, you know, yeah. this bill, if it gets pushed through, um, there will be some, uh, some cover for the self-employed, which is, which is great. And I know yeah. in the UK, they're discussing that as well today uh, at Parliament are discussing that. So it could be for the UK market. Um, again, so people aren't having to make that decision between, should I stay home, with my family, or do I need to go out and earn a paycheck? And while it may not cover 100% of the salaries, it's 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 something, you know?
1: Yeah. In fact, that's the, what I've been overwhelmed by is these decisions that need to be made. And I'm glad I'm not the one in authority here, whether it's in the U.S. or over in the U.K. I, I've talked to some friends over there yesterday as well. And uh, and we were all kind of just batting back and forth about the um, the ideas, you know, to, to deal with this and the decisions being made. Are you a, a reader of... Um, Mark Eltringham's website, workplaceinsight.net. I know the I know the
0: website. I don't I don't know Mark.
1: Yeah. It's all things workplace, and he's based in London. Mm. And I had him on my podcast last year. Super uh, brilliant guy. In fact, a lot of my uh, connections over there. um, I don't know, this may not anybody with an accent I always think is like, you know, about 50 (laughs) IQ points higher than mine. And and I always get intimidated by their their intellect. But Mark is one of those guys who I definitely get intimidated by his intellect. When I read his posts, he's referencing literature and history in a way that I just, uh, I struggle to understand. But um, there's a there's an article he put out today. I, I encourage you to check it out and, and maybe give me your thoughts on it tomorrow. But um, it was called, uh, let me see here, I, I haven't pulled up my browser. I was doing a lot of reading today. Steve this morning. And, uh, that's why I go, I go day by day, but I also go hour by hour. If I've watched the news, if I make the mistake of watching the news, (laughs) um, it it, it can get, uh, pretty daunting and depressing, but I I try to keep uh, the positive Mike P with the, uh, glass half full and and look for the optimistic signs. And there are many of those too. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see some of the, uh, progress being made And, and there are smart people that are working on this stuff, but, um,
0: what do you what do you think yeah. Yeah. no no I'm the same thing I just don't know making that making you know keep trying to keep yourself upbeat there is a hashtag make me smile I don't know if you've oh, yeah? followed okay. it if you've heard it it's it's uh basically a lot of uh a lot of kids are sending messages to their grandparents through this make me smile so it's like videos of them singing playing music doing different things um and like yourself this morning you know so you're watching the news and you're like oh this is depressing okay let me go and. Do something to sort of cheer myself up, and so I went and had a look at the hashtag. It's it's pretty cool, actually, what uh, what a lot of these folks are doing. I think there's also on Reddit there actually is a uh, a chat or a subcategory called "Make Me Smile." Um, so there's a lot of people sharing and you know trying to uplift everybody in at this time. Which I love it. Cool. I'll
1: Add that to my routine because I do do make the mistake of going on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> that could be depressing too. But if, if you look yeah. at the right hashtags, it, it could work out. So this this article from Mark uh, workplaceinsight.net, uh, the shape of things to come for the world and the workplace. And he starts off by talking about a lot of the, the global, uh, impact of this and the decisions we're making and and how we have a choice, you know, to come together as a society, as people, and then put aside our, our petty differences and really, um, be united in this, uh, front, um, which I hope will be the case. And I, I've seen signs of that, you know, the, the petty political and, and, uh, and polarization from just a couple of weeks ago seems to have drifted, at least uh, for the most part, as we focus on this pandemic and how we deal with it. And and um, I think, uh, you know, there's there's a, I'll read just a quick uh, blurb from from the future of work. At the end of the article, he talks about how this is going to impact the work and and how we're considered to consider the future of work. All too often, this is being presented as a zero, as a zero-sum game with people swapping the office for the home. But all this will mean will be swapping one set of problems for another. Commuting at the same time as everybody is clearly a ridiculous and an anachrist- anachronistic thing. Again, Mark uses a lot of big words, uh, and it but it, it swaps one set of problems for another. And he goes into you know the fact that he's always talked about the uh, the need to rethink how we approach work in the office. But it's not just one or the other. We have to be more uh, deliberate as workplace leaders to find the right mix of of work styles and uh, places and technologies and tools and um, It's just an interesting time That's going to force a lot of people to make some decisions that are going to impact us for years to come. I think
0: Yeah, no, and I think there's this I I totally agree with you um, I, I agree with some of the comments, but I think there's there's always two ways to look at everything, right? There's uh, There's always a the heads. There's always a the tails and I think I, I also look at the opportunities the positives how do we take this experience, right? How do leaders learn, right, where they've a risk has been forced upon them? They have now the time and the ability to to really measure productivity, measure the workforce. How does this work, right? We know these are exceptional circumstances, so we know they're they're on one end of a scale. Um, and it may be a little tough to measure, but again, as we then come back into, you know, the lights go back on, as I often say, you know, what is that right balance? Because there, there are benefits to, to people working from home, being from home, not having yeah. that commute, saving that time, saving that energy, right? It's the all sustainability angle
1: is something we brought yeah. up on my live stream yesterday. One of my guests said, uh, this impact mm. is going to be uh, very, very interesting to measure, and will it be sustained? Uh, and what will, be, what will the new normal look like? You know, we can just go yeah. back to previous levels and, and all of a sudden we'll see that spike again in, in, uh, in carbon emissions, or, or will we learn something from this and, and find a balance?
0: Yeah, no, I actually have a, have a, a video interview Lined up to do with uh, someone who measures sustainability, carbon footprint, and I'm I'm excited to to have the interview. I've been pushing it just simply because of the times that they are and sort of the demands of 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 my time. Um, but I, I I do want to get to, to those conversations. And you know, a lot of organisations have shifted to single-use pantry items, right? So everyone having their cup, recyclable cup, uh, recyclable. I mean that it's not disposable. You reuse it cutlery exactly all the same way but with this pandemic do we have to rethink that what if someone hasn't washed their cup properly their spoon properly <laughs> Can things be transmitted again these are just like you know i don't want to get into a doom day thing but again it's like what is the right thing to do and is yeah. the right thing not necessarily whether that's that the, the solution is the wrong it's the human interaction with that solution may be the problem and i think as humans you know it's uh you know, we, we joked about it offline a little bit. We may have touched on it yesterday, but, you know, you've always washed your hands. We've always done this. We've always done that, right? We are a germaphobe. We, I, I know you, you wiped on you've always wiped on your airplane seats, you know? Yeah, and, um, exactly. It's, it's like, so as a human nature is, are we going to have to go back to those things of reminding people that these are the things that we actually need to do, you know?
1: Yeah, I wonder, because that was another comment. I thought this will forever change many of us, but my guest yesterday again on the weekly live stream I do for iOffice office at noon on Wednesdays, a uh, different, different tone than this. This is a really uh, exciting thing for me to be able to talk to you in this kind of casual way. And then, and then put it into that more, you know, uh panel type conversation, but the voices on that panel yesterday were really brilliant. And I recommend people check out the recording uh, if they'd like, but uh, you know, we are human beings and creatures of habit and the consensus seem to be that once this passes, the pandemic is behind us, whatever that looks like, however long it takes, we're going to get back to work and fall into a lot of our same habits. And a lot of the things that folks like us who look at the workplaces and look at this as a opportunity to really maybe shift some behavior, shift some uh, things that we do to, to help uh, you know, our situation as an organization or what have you, uh, we're going to have that same human people getting comfortable again and and getting back into their old habits. So uh, it was really fascinating to hear different voices and perspectives on that, you know, uh, based on you know where we are today, again, early days in this pandemic and 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 this situation. And what it looks like in a in a week or a month uh, or a year from now is something I can continue to say. I just yeah. don't know. And I so um, so on that, Mike.
0: Then you know, yeah. you Think about the things that have changed. What 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 has changed for you that may have surprised you as you have personally went through this? Like, has there been something that you've sort of went through this and you've, I don't know, be it an experience, be it a, a habit you've created? Is there something that you sort of but- You're getting me up earlier than I ever did before. Now, <laughs> I've never been a
1: morning person, but this is this is actually a good thing because I in in uh, in getting up and getting read in ready prepared to talk to you and others. It's uh, it's it's forced me to to confront some things. But um, no, I, I was thinking about this and I mentioned it uh, yesterday as well. Is that is that the Zoom meetings? I've always been a, a guy who's uh, had a lot of vit- virtual interaction, whether it's uh, interviewing people on line or, or what have you. And I'm finding a lot of my colleagues are new to it. So uh, getting, you know, being patient with them as they come along and invite me to, to meetings that maybe I don't need to be a part of, but I'm, you know, they want me there they want to see my face. I actually enjoy seeing their faces. That's one of the, one of the side benefits of this is that I've gotten to see and get to know some of my team that's based elsewhere, Houston and beyond. So that's a positive and it's a, it's a good thing, but there's also this thing where I had, you know, I'm, again, I'm a control freak. The germaphobe thing is probably an outlet of that, but my schedule was very special, important to me, that being able to control my schedule, do my, my head down work when I wanted to, not being disrupted by all these different meetings, not feeling helpless, caught in a long meeting that maybe I didn't need to be a part of that uh, is taking a lot of my time when I know in my head I've got you know an interview to do or a podcast to edit or preparation work for something else. So trying to figure all that out. On the personal side, you know, <clears throat> I do worry about you know, my parents, I think I mentioned to you, that I, have, I have parents who are healthy, yet older, and certainly in the demographic that's most vulnerable, close to 80, and they're 10 minutes away, 20 minutes away. I, I usually visit them at least once a week, see them at, uh, on, on the weekends for lunch, after church, things like that, and to, uh, that, that's gone away for the, for the foreseeable future, and especially because we want to protect them and keep them um, you know, protected during this situation, and, uh, and that, that brings me down, that, that worries me. Um, but I try to stay positive and I and I for my kids as well I have I've two grown children who are in the area and uh, they're they're getting by But then as you mentioned earlier, it's the other people it's the it's the it's the people like my family that I I don't worry too much about um You know economically or, or health wise even It's it's those people like you say that and I and we all have friends We all have friends of friends and family members who are paycheck to paycheck hourly workers, uh totally put out of work right now and i i do worry for them when i when i when i think about that but i also am encouraged and inspired by the community and what's going on uh, to to rally around those folks and and i think that's when uh we as people are at our best in times of of crisis uh sometimes at our worst sometimes at our best when we when we do look to help others and and get out of our own
0: little world and i totally totally agree it's it's yeah no and it's it's uh the uk put out a um government uh, put a request for NHS workers, retired NHS workers, within 24 hours, over 400,000 people had volunteered in the UK that's remarkable wow. and it, it again is. it goes back to that human spirit right you know and and those are sort of shining lights that sort of uh, you know we want to highlight we, we you know we've mentioned yeah there's a lot of stuff we're talking about this morning It's doom and gloom and you give me the heads up before you get on you've been reading all this stuff and you're like oh yeah. no what are we going to do but there are positives to to come of it you know and that's where people sort of stepping up and doing doing these these great things and, you know, you think about the risks that all these folks are prepared to put themselves in because these were tired workers. These are people that are in that age group, uh, but yet they're still prepared to put themselves forward and sort of take action. And we just I just hope at the end of all this that, you know, they all get rewarded uh, in, in one way or the other. I know there'll be self-reward in what of they've course. done and how they feel good, you know, but I hope there's, you know, public recognition and uh I know a ticket tip tick parade is, is 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 what's required, but again, it's like how do we, as as a public, you know, as you know, allow all these individuals who are putting themselves on the front line, who are going over and beyond, taking time away from their families, and uh, you know, I, I saw pictures of one one doctor today who actually set up a tent in his in his backyard so that he doesn't have to go into the home. Just so really? his, his family are not um, being exposed. He wants to continue doing what he's wanted to do, but then also setting himself up. So they there are some remarkable man. people out there. Absolutely. They're doing some Absolutely. remarkable things, you know.
1: Hey, does this, I meant to ask you, And does this remind you at all of the, the post 9-11 world? Were you, where were you? Uh, were so you I in New in York London. or 9-11? You were I in was London.
0: London at the time, yeah. I worked for the Associated Press at the time. So we, oh, I got to see some horrific Horrific images. Uh, we were getting oh. live feeds through from everybody. Um, so I was in London. I wasn't here. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, and I think even Governor Cuomo yesterday mentioned that there's a lot of similarities in how he feels. I think that's the only thing we responding. can kind of
1: wrap our heads around as far as something yeah. in, in recent history.
0: Uh, yeah. for those of us, you know,
1: around our age who have lived through that as adults and uh, many have, many were children or not even born. A lot of people in the workforce, a lot of our colleagues uh, don't have that first hand memory of of 911 and the immediate impact. In fact, this it's almost one of those you know things I hold on as to the hope of this is that I remember d- distinctly the night of 9/11 thinking as I lied in bed you know eerily quiet no planes. We live by the airport here in DC, mm-hmm. Dulles Airport and there's a constant stream of of air traffic that you don't recognize it just kind of fades into the background until it's gone. Right. And then it was gone. And I remember sitting there, and, and uh, you know, uh, actually, I was reading my Bible and trying to just kind of process all this. And and I thought, this will never be the same. This world will never be the same. And uh, and I was grieving kind of the the loss of of normalcy and and what we had gotten used to, you know, especially when when things were going so well up until uh, in that point. But but then you know, fast forward, uh, you know, a couple years, um, and yes, we just began to to. Incorporate into our lives the new reality of terrorism that was going to be part of our existence the awareness and so forth And I'm optimistic that that will have that same hopefulness about the the for those of us, you know And this is not me. I've always been aware of of viruses and germs But many who are heightened in awareness and anxiety over over the coronavirus in a couple years will be um yes, it'll be part of our new reality. And we'll just have those, those things in our brain that say, wash your hands and, and keep some distance and, and be mindful of things. And you live within that, live within that new reality and you find a, a happiness again and a normalcy again. So I, I'm hopeful that we will be on the other side of this, uh, whether it's months or, or longer, but uh, you will get back to, to a new normal and uh, we'll learn lessons from it, be prepared better for the next time. Do you, is that making sense at all?
0: It is. is. No, no, it is. And I totally, I totally get it. Right. Because I think it's the one thing that, you know, the entire U S population can, can relate to everyone remembers where they were that day. I think this moment in time, everyone's always got to remember what they were doing, who they were with, who they were not with things that they had to do the things that changed them as individuals, as people. Um, And I think they're going to be, I think it's going to be a, a big moment. You know, you go back generations, you know, there was wartime, You know, our gen. This is our generations thing. I think. Um, I think so. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. You know, are you a history
1: guy? Do you like to read history and Um, and read speeches from uh, past leaders?
0: It. I. I flow in and out. I flow in and out. Sometimes it all depends on what I've maybe watched. and there's certain types of history. I, I I like watching documentaries. I like watching those. Some things I do read. There are a few series of books that um, Stephen Ambrose. Uh, I don't know you know Stephen Ambrose this is mm. whose um, the series uh, Band of Brothers was was based yeah. on his books. And uh, HBO did a great job with. The, yeah, the, no, they did. They did. But the uh, I, I do like the history. I do. Um, but I like the documentaries. But I also like. Um, real life today i like i like the uh conspiracy theories i, I like those things just because it yeah think differently i do i don't know whether it's going up we in can have a mind. whole other I we'll set up a whole belfast. other uh, a whole uh, other
1: uh, live stream podcast about that uh, about conspiracy i don't know videos. whether it was
0: growing up in belfast it's always cynical about whenever you hear something it's always the question behind the question what's the comment behind the cost behind ah, the interesting. and That sort of psychological is where i you know i look at an image and i will say okay what's the underlying message here again it's probably just cynical things that uh Reflected with me being brought up in Belfast, but uh,
1: you yeah, know. I was gonna say I I don't even I can't even appreciate what that was like During the troubles. I mean growing up in that in that era of of a, of a kind of a ever-present dark cloud um, When you're were you going to work Were your parents going to work, uh, they'd live yeah. under that just that's just normal, right? Yeah. So they just, it just, just going normal normal life. It
0: is just yeah, I mean, I didn't know any different um, Troubles started when I was like, I don't know two three years old probably even a little bit before that maybe Um yeah, it's, it's, it was just life to me. Um, and I didn't really appreciate it different until I went to college in Manchester and people started asking me questions. And I was like, mm. the questions that I was getting asked from these people that live, you know, a, f- a 45 minute flight away from, from where I lived really didn't sort of the, the picture of what they thought Belfast was and what my reality was were, were very, very different. But, um, Isn't that
1: funny? Cause now it's like, again, the media presents, all the the most critical hotspots of of this pandemic in new york city right now is just from outside looking in and, and yeah It's just like this is this is like Um, the doom and gloom and the doomsday scenario is just so scary um But but you know, it's a it's a bigger we got to take that bigger picture step back and and say yes It's serious and yes, we're gonna we're gonna address it, but we need to rally around and send the ventilators and send the the masks and do the things that are necessary get the extra beds set up and and we will get through this you know we have to have that and i'm not, i'm not i don't see enough of that I, I love when i hear people with a with a uh a more um go get it and let's take care of the the problem and and it does apply to our workplaces as well and in fact uh you know i'm a big seth Godin fan right so yeah uh, <laughs> you know, I just retweeted this morning, Seth's, uh, blog. He's a daily blogger. So he's, you know, we're like Seth Godin. We're daily live streamers and, and he's a go. daily blogger. I think he's, uh,
0: I, I like what you did put, there, you know, put yeah, us, put us in his right away, good, you know,
1: yeah. um, title of his blog today. Is everything going to be okay? It's the title. It depends. That depends. What do we mean by is everything going to be okay? If it's going right. to be, Is everything going to be the way I expect it to be? Then the answer is no. But the answer is, if the question is, is everything going to be the way it's going to be? The answer is yes. And the question becomes, what are you going to do about it? Mm. So he said it more eloquently and I I butchered it, but the idea being, you know, we want this. Can can we go back to the way it was two months ago or two weeks ago? And the answer is no. We're going to say, this is the new reality. And this is a new thing we need to deal with with our families, our personal lives, our workplaces, our employees, our colleagues.
0: What are we going to do about it? How are we going to deal with it? I I, I love I love the, I, I, again I take the positive in it. Right? What are the opportunities that we have as as an industry, as a population? What are the positives that we can take, and what can we recreate? Right. We talked yesterday about Leesman, sort of the steps that they're taking to, to innovate. Right. And um, you look at what we're doing here. This is an innovation for you and I. This is something that, you know, we're both passionate about. And it, hopefully we, 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 you know, people find this uh, interesting, maybe a, a should, Hopefully valuable. A lo- a Hopefully they'll be story, adding you know, but... <laughs> to the chat. If, if there's anything <laughs> going course. on in the
1: chat, I'd love to know about it. Cause I think uh, yeah, we'd no, love to have a conversation, yeah. but We've
0: got people watching, but no, 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 nobody in the chat. No one's brave. We forgot. We like got to
1: anything. encourage them to be we a part to, of this. Right, we don't yeah, want to talk yeah, at yeah, them. Yeah. We want to talk with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to bring up, uh, and again, time flies by way too fast here, but you know, you were a guest on my live stream last week and a week's mm-hmm. gone by. You remember those survey questions I asked you, I asked a couple of those same survey questions yesterday. Just out of curiosity, yeah. I thought I'd share uh, one of the interesting results. You know, I asked, and I won't go into the details here, but, you know, I asked people how they're feeling personally managing their new arrangement, whether it's working from home for the first time or or working from home with everybody else working from home. And most people are thinking they could be uh, as productive uh, or, or maybe slightly less productive because of the disruptions, the family. We talked a little bit of this, the, you know, family being around, dogs being around, uh, Lori Rollinson had her had her dog great, actually jump on her lap. I think
0: it's great. I think yeah. it's great. You know, it's it's almost uh, people forgive people or people don't think about it. It's almost acceptable, right or wrong, right? And and um, you know, you and I, and I don't want to cut off your your turn of thought, but I mean, I, I sort of go back to take this with what you said earlier. I don't know if you've noticed how many guys have beards these days, right? You get on these videos. <laughs> yeah. and everyone has. All the guys have a beard. Simon Sinek. Are you watch? Are you
1: a follower of Simon Sinek? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah, posting so like videos every day, and he looks like a mess, man. The guy needs to <laughs> get a haircut and shave. But uh, no, I,
0: it, it's yeah. but these these are the positive things to celebrate, right? We're getting a, we're getting a view into all our colleagues in completely different ways. True. Um, and and I, and I think they're showcasing themselves very differently with all the virtual backgrounds they put on. You know, yeah. you just see a completely different thing. Um. You know, animals, I know you mentioned to me about all the different animals that people are putting on their screen. So whenever they come on to the live, it's actually a picture of their their, their dog, dog or cat or, cat or whatever. you know, yeah. I think it's, I think I it's it. really cool. It's really, it's, it's good well, it's fun. That, and, and,
1: it's that insight into their personality that you maybe yeah. didn't get. That's why I'd love that question about music. When I, even when I ask when I, you know, you heard me on my podcast, always ask people about music. When I meet new colleagues at work and I meet and I'm on a conference call for the first time, I'll ask that question as well, just to get yeah. that You know, kind of what are you listening to? What gets you going? And sometimes it's so surprising. Um, But to to close out the thought, and there's actually a question I asked last week that I'll ask you here in the final minutes. Um, You know, I, I threw up a question for the audience, and we had a huge audience yesterday. It was really cool. Good. Welcome, and I think it's growing each week as people well, you know, find out about it's, it. It's,
0: it's, I feel because I contributed so much to it last week. Well, again, that, being uh, part of know, the opening was, episode driving it. You know, that's you what know? drove it. You're welcome uh, man, anytime.
1: Thank you, Steve. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> Please invite me on your stri- live stream too every morning at eight a.m. There you go. Um, there you go. And and the question was, and I borrowed it from a, a commentator I listened to uh, on the radio. Uh, he asked it a couple of weeks ago, and I think the, the answer is different each week. This is one of those questions that's going to change mm-hmm. as, as the situation evolves. Is, and you force people to decide one or the other. I think the answer should probably be both for most people. But during this pandemic, what concerns you most? Is it your personal health and the health of your loved ones and catching the, potentially catching the virus? Or is it the economic impacts of this and what this may do to our economy and therefore our society? How would you answer that? today and would it have been different a week ago and,
0: and likely will it be different a month from now? It's a great question. Um, I'd say number one first and number two, I, 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 I actually think you have to look after the individual because um, only the individual contribute to the economy, right? You can't have it the other way around. The economy can't be stimulated. It can't function without the individual. You, we all go back to that on the airplane with the mask, right? You got to put on your mask first so you can help somebody else. Um, so I think keeping the individual healthy that allows individuals to then contribute, uh, innovate um, and contribute I say, contribute again to the economy. And I think that's, that's, that's sort of my perspective. That's how I would look at it. What about yourself? Yeah. Where, where where do you land?
1: Um, I think that's, well, the audience, I'll tell you the audience was 60, 40. And that, and that was, you that what was the way you're asking me, you put putting me on the spot. <laughs>
0: um,
1: um, I'll be honest. I, in, if I'm being selfish, I was more about, the worries in my mind big picture was was how this is gonna uh, if we wreck the economy and we don't make smart decisions about dealing with this certainly the health of my family and those around me are are essential um, but if we don't keep our economy going we don't keep our, our society functioning then then the fallout of that would be devastating you know mental health concerns again another article I read this morning yeah was about the the, the feeling and the, and the ramp up of all the people calling helplines and and the isolation and the and the, uh, the the trickle down that we don't see in the statistics each day about the pandemic. You don't see the the you know stuff going on in people's personal lives that are that are again impacting their health and their personal well being. So it's a it's a big picture kind of thing, and it's it no easy answers. I think you're right in the in the I think in the near term here we need to do this dramatic. You know, social distancing, shutting things down. I, I think those are all correct decisions because we need to slow the spread of the virus. But boy, I hope there are smarter people than me thinking through the longer term consequences. Because if we don't have a functioning economy where where all those people we talked about at the beginning of this chat uh can have a place to go and work and and we all can get back to being productive and and uh supporting one another and 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 even those of us who are who are able to weather this storm in the, in the, in the near term financially, we're the ones who ha- we have to go and help those who, who can't. And and I think yeah. that's where the, the community rallying around um, our workplace community, you know, somebody on my, one of my guests yesterday said she considers her, her uh, colleagues as friends and family. That's how, that's the culture of their organization. And I think we all to some degree can appreciate that. And, and we need to, you know, we're going to know people. You may already know people who are, who are uh, infected and we may, and likely after 9-11, we knew somebody who knew somebody who, who passed away from, uh, who died in, in, the, in the terrorist attack. And we'll know people who die from coronavirus. That's just going to be a fact. And we need to really uh, be our best selves and, and rally around each other, our colleagues at work, uh, and be the leaders that, that it's uncomfortable being sometimes. So, so the answer to me is that it's both, and, and, but the immediate, right, as of today, where we're broadcasting live. Uh, we're doing the right things. It's all about the public health and protecting the health of as many people as we can at whatever yeah. cost.
0: Yeah, no, 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 and it's 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 a great uh, thank you for giving your insights, and um, perhaps the audience can tell us what they think. Um, but I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Um, yeah. I think I think people sort of believe one's going to impact the other, and it's just what what's the best approach to fix to fix one because by fixing one, we think we'll fix the second. You know, so I think that's I hope so. I think that's a positive way to look at it. Um, I feel better, Steve. Okay.
1: Thank you for doing this. I no, feel man, ready to take you. on thank the day. You. Let's yeah. do it again tomorrow. No, what do good. you think?
0: All right, ah, uh, for sure, for sure. All right, I'll see All you right, then. Mike. take care. Cheers. Bye. Peace out.
1: looks good cut off right when uh yeah when it should (laughs) when it should have i think i think did it cut off right when i said see you tomorrow i think it did